What's up, everybody? Great to be live with you, as promised, doing a live stream on how I quit my biggest addiction. There's been a lot of talk about pharmaceuticals in the past few years. Rightfully so, people are demonizing some of these sketchy, unproven pharmaceuticals, but they are forgetting a major other thing, what you eat. So most foods are actually, sadly, now are incredibly toxic and incredibly addictive. My biggest addiction was to toxic foods, and I'm going to explain how I got off of them. Um, as I mentioned on my Insta story yesterday, uh, you know, I was grocery shopping. I just noticed yesterday that I was grocery shopping, walking through past these incredibly delicious looking foods, and I didn't, I wasn't even tempted to try them. And I thought, what a milestone for me. Uh, to not crave the foods that are creating so much harm to so many people. So I'm going to jump into how to get off of toxic foods uh, because that is uh, the journey that I've been on. And uh, toxic foods, I think, are the cause of the vast majority of illnesses in the world. People dropping dead with uh, strokes or blood clots often it's actually what they ate more than what pharmaceutical they were on. So it's a really important that we get ourselves off of toxic foods. And it is such a difficult thing and confusing thing. All right. So let's get into it. First, what are the most toxic foods? And I'm going to show you exactly what I eat now, what I, what I used to eat, and um, the journey on the little tricks that help me get off of incredibly toxic foods. Number one, the most toxic food is sugar. Sugar is the cause of, I would say, most illnesses. Also, rancid fats. Now, this is the giant demon. Most people know that sugar is bad for you, but people do not realize that rancid fats are in most foods that are available in the store or at the restaurant. So rancid fats are actually the cause of probably most deaths. So heart disease is the number one cause of death in America. And rancid fats are the cause of heart disease. Uh, you've been lied to a lot. If you didn't see my previous coverage of this, definitely watch my previous coverage link down below, uh, zoning in on fats. Uh, processed carb overload is a big one. People don't realize how carb laden their diets are and that they're actually pretty much getting almost no protein and even packaged foods in the store that say they are protein foods have an incredibly low amount of protein, incredibly high amount of carbs that are not clean carbs. So you're intaking tons of toxins. And then chemical additives are the other big toxin in foods. Most processed foods have additives like fake sweeteners or natural flavors. Natural flavors are in pretty much everything. And that is a vague term that is allowed under the FDA to cloak what toxin is actually in there. Let's just call it natural flavors. Sounds harmless. Okay. So I'm going to talk about how I eat now. What I'm eating now is pretty much just grass-fed meat and organic veggies every day. That is the vast majority of what I eat with lots of fat, actually, a ton of fat. I've actually been losing weight um, eating this way. And it's incredibly satisfying, so you have much less cravings when you've been satiated with like this incredible real fat food delicious butter on what you just ate that fills you up and then you go to the store. You're not really craving what you see at the store. It's great. So I'll, I'll dive into the specifics of what I what I eat now um, and show you pictures of it actually because I'm photographing everything. And I'm going to tell you uh, my whole journey of, of how I got here and the health issues associated with not eating clean um, so really quick, shout out to the sponsor of my coverage, which is Noble Gold. So the specific foods I'm going to talk about today, none of them are sponsoring me. So what I'm saying is that, 
you know, I'm not saying mention these, these foods because they sponsor me. Who's sponsoring me is actually Noble Gold. Uh, which is fantastic for protecting your money right now. Noble Gold Investments, uh, they've made it their mission to stay on top of the most important economic news. Uh, you know, we heard about the three bank runs earlier this year and the government taking steps to guarantee deposits, which means more money printing. But the uh, the Fed also is sitting on unrealized losses, $1.2 trillion on their $8.3 trillion bond portfolio. And the Fed will continue to raise interest rates even if they tank the economy. Do you know who is not afraid right now? The ones who are invested in gold with Noble Gold Investments. Gold is the most stable asset outside of government control. Thousands have approached Noble Gold Investments to get their hands on gold. Hurry, go to Noble Gold Investments, uh, which is linked down in my description, ivoryhecker.com to secure your wealth. Bag of free five ounce America, the beautiful coin with each gold or silver IRA. If you qualify, you can get physical gold for them or do a gold, so gold or silver IRA. Great company. Uh, great. Uh, the founder of the company has been on my show. Love that guy. So check out Noble Gold Investments. Okay, guys, I'm going to check your comments. And, um, you know, if you guys have questions or comments, what weight? I've lost uh, five pounds um, in the past two months uh, by eating a very satisfying, high-fat, high-meat diet, actually loading your plate with uh, veggies that have been cooked in in uh, butter. People don't realize organic veggies in real butter is delicious. There's a reason you don't like veggie because you're eating fake toxic veggies. It's incredible the fake foods that we eat these days. And we think we don't like healthy because what we've been told is healthy is actually not healthy. So I'm going to show you. It's been such a journey, you guys. You can actually enjoy eating clean because clean foods actually are delicious. It's crazy. Okay. Oh, you mentioned uh, cannabis as well. We got to talk about that. Uh, Cannabis is an interesting one when we get into the fats, which are really important. Fats in your diet are incredible. Okay. So my journey. So I actually quit eating sugar as a teenager. Again, sugar is one of the biggest killers of Americans. It's incredibly addictive drug. It really does need to be categorized as a drug. It's so addictive and toxic. I quit sugar as a teenager because I had, I I first learned how harmful it was when I was like 15. Um, and initially I quit, I think I would only eat it on the weekends or something, but then I would just gorge on sugar on the weekends, cut, you know, eat clean during the week and then just pig out. I think it was like one day on Sunday, I was like, okay, I can eat as much sugar as I want. But that was a terrible method because it, I programmed myself to say, I have a time limit, eat more sugar. And it was just completely backfiring. I was actually eating more sugar probably than I would if I didn't give myself this weird rule of, of one day per week. So that was not good for me. Um, I eventually quit sugar altogether in my teens, later on in my teens. And uh, was what happened then is I would seek out and the sweets that were not sweetened with sugar, which ended up being artificial sweeteners like aspartame or sucralose are actually very, very harmful for you. Uh, aspartame is known to cause dementia. It really eats at your brain. <laughs> Don't consume aspartame. And by the way, it's in most of those beverages that you drink like Diet Coke and stuff. So by 20, I said, you know, whatever, I'm going to eat sugar. Um <laughs> So I was learning about those harmful artificial sugar, uh, sweeteners. I was like, what am I going to do? Okay, I'm going to just eat sugar after all. So plus with the stress of college, I was just like, you know, it's too hard to not eat sugar. I'm just going to eat sugar. Well, anyway, my skin began to be plagued. Um, one thing. So one thing about every human is that when you intake toxins, your body has to figure out a way to get rid of those toxins um, it either gets rid of them through your skin, which is your detox organ, or it will actually, a lot of your organs are detox organs, but your, your skin detoxes. 
Um, or you could pee it out. But a lot of times it just gets trapped in your body and, and illnesses start to form that you're not even aware of for a while. And a lot of people throughout their 20s, they, th- they feel they're invincible, they're consuming all the junk, and they don't realize that a serious illness is slowly hap- growing and it's going to smack them in their 30s or sometimes it, the illness forms through their 20s and 30s uh, inside their body. They're unaware that they're going to get hit with a serious illness in their 40s. So it's through this habitual eating of toxic foods every day. But one thing with me is that my skin was really good at detoxing toxins, which sucked for me as someone who wanted good skin because my skin was breaking out every, you know, it just, it started to break out like crazy in my 20s. And I had pretty good skin in my teens. So But again, I had added sugar back in and I was not connecting the dots that it was the sugar that was plaguing my skin. And I didn't understand how every day I was breaking out. I would go to the dermatologist. They would give me some prescription drugs that would work for a little bit and then would stop working. My skin would break out some more. But then I developed this mindset, well, I better keep taking this prescription drug that my dermatologist gave me because if I don't, my skin will get even worse. So there I was eating sugar, taking prescription drugs, and still having bad skin. Uh, In retrospect, I'm grateful that my skin was plagued with breakouts because it was blatantly telling me something is wrong. I have to change something. People whose skin doesn't break out when they eat a ton of sugar don't realize that their body needs to detox this sugar somehow. And if it's not detoxing, then a bad illness is, is forming inside of you that's going to smack you later. So before I got hit with, with you know, cancer, diabetes, heart disease, or maybe obesity, I, I was able to nip it in the bud because I had the incentive to, because I said, I've got to fix my skin. Um, so anyway, it was around 2014, um, that in my mid twenties that, cause I'm 34 now. Um, anyway, 2014, I got strict with my diet. Um, I wasn't as fit as I wanted to be. So in order to get my abs, my six pack back, I started eating a high protein, low calorie diet. What happened with that, with having to eat a certain amount of protein to achieve my fitness goals, I had to cut out most of the carbs. I was anti-carb. They just didn't fit in the macros. So that cut out most of the sugar. And what happened is my skin actually improved and I felt so much more positive. I, I, it completely transformed the way that I felt about myself. And I became very successful in my career after that. Um, and I really think, you know, diet does affect the way you think. It affects your mental health and your physical health. So I got in fantastic shape. But over the years throughout my 20s, I figured out that you could... I could incorporate that sugar and still be fit. So I was eating a high protein diet, but it would be like a big old chicken breast and then like sugar cookies. <laughs> and I could still have a fantastic body, but my skin started breaking out again. So something was wrong. Um, it finally hit me Later on, actually, one of my friends who is a holistic health expert mentioned to me that your skin is the biggest detox organ. It just smacked me in the face. It just made sense. Oh, my gosh. That's why I'm breaking out is because my skin is getting rid of all these toxins I'm intaking. Um, I, I just realized one day that the sugar really is a massive toxin. I've got to get rid of it. Um, So... In addition, I did some raw vegan cleanses. Oh, I have some pictures here. So this is, let me just show you guys how fit I got. This is, um, I just, I, my body was rock hard at the picture on the right. My abs were just rock hard. That is from adding more protein and cutting, cutting calories and adding protein in addition to weightlifting. 
eating a high protein diet. Um, and then I did these cleanses. You can see I was eating raw vegan, it, cleansing out the toxins in my body and uh, staying really fit. But uh, I would get up, it would be a 20 day cleanse and then I would go back to eating junk. So it was just like, how do you permanently overcome your addiction to junk? In 2018, when I was fully aware that sugar was incredibly toxic and hurting me, I started to really think, how, what can I do when I crave sugar? And I started to drink low-sugar kombucha when I craved sugar. I would also eat berries. So low-sugar and Low sugar kombucha and berries were two of the big things that first started me weeding out sugar because I, for a while there, I would eat like a s'more. I was addicted to s'mores for a while. Um, I would eat s'mores like every day. I would make, I would heat the, the marshmallow in the microwave. <laughs> I loved my sugar. And, you know, it was like, how about if I just drink some low sugar kombucha or eat some berries. I love raspberries and blackberries. What if I do that instead? How will I feel after? And, and when I would eat the berries, I was like, you know, I'm actually satisfied. This actually worked. Let me show you some of the best low sugar kombucha. I'm going to share the screen here. Most people don't realize most kombucha is actually very toxic. There's so many things that are said to be healthy and are not most most kombucha is loaded with sugar. This one is not. This one's really clean and low sugar for the entire bottle. It's only 50 calories. And the sugars that are in there are natural uh, from juices. So this one is really, really delicious. You can find it in many, many stores. And Holy Kombucha is another one that I love. For people here in Texas, you can get Holy Kombucha. I'm a massive fan of them. Um, and so I would I was actually drinking Holy Kombucha every day. Here it is. Holy Kombucha is very low sugar, very clean, and it really satisfied my sweet tooth. This is kombucha that actually it tastes absolutely delicious, but it's clean. Most kombuchas are unnecessarily way sweet. Uh, so that was helping, but I was still eating a significant amount of sugar on, on like something just hit me like new year's day of 2019. And I said, what if, what if I just eat one serving of sugar per month? So I made a new year's resolution to do that. And guys, this is probably my biggest tip of the, of the video because this worked so well. You've got to play these psychological mind games with yourself when it comes to addictions like this. Not that just this addiction, but any addiction that you struggle with. The one serving of sugar per month was such a mind game for myself. It worked so well. What happened was I would go through the month knowing that I can only have one serving of sugar and I would see these delectable desserts at various events or going out to dinner or whatever, go through the grocery store, see like some absolutely amazing looking cookies and think, okay, if I eat that though, that's the, that's the only sugar I get. I bet there's going to be a more delicious sugar later on this month. So I would hold off on those cookies at the grocery store. So I'm like, I bet I'm going to go to an event. And there's going to be a really good dessert there. So I would, I would hold off. I, I'd go to an event. There's dessert. Well, the dessert doesn't look too good. I bet there's going to be a better dessert later this month. Let me hold off a little longer. And what would happen was by the end of the month, I would forget that I hadn't even had my sugar. And I told myself, no rollovers. So you missed your sugar for the month. That's it. So I would go the whole month without sugar. It was incredible. And if I craved sugar, I would say, okay, let me have one of these substitutes. What I learned was are, there's an incredible amount of actually healthy substitutes. Now there's very unhealthy substitutes like aspartame and sucralose. You do not want to mess with those, but there are a lot of really delicious substitutes for sugar at, at that I ended up, it, it ended up being very easy 
once I initially cured that addiction, which you've probably heard habits form in three weeks. So by the end of that first month, I had formed the habit of avoiding sugar, constantly thinking, well, I get one serving this month. I'm on a wait until I, I see a really delicious serving of sugar and I'll eat it then. And so that worked so well. And, um, my skin got so much better. Uh, I forgot to mention one thing that was happening when I was committed to eating all these processed foods, the sugar, um, the toxic, uh, oils that are in most things is that my hair actually felt, my hair got very thin. Um, you know, I think part of it was, part of it was the over styling of the hair in the TV news industry because I, I was in the TV news industry throughout those years, but my hair definitely fell out at one point. And I think it was due to just the diet that was so devoid of nutrients and so high in toxins. And so since I've been eating better, my hair has been growing back. Thank God. Uh, but I, I was like, I, I just felt naked without hair extensions for a while. Like I used to wear hair extensions religiously because I felt like my hair was too thin. And now I'm comfortable without hair extensions. This, this is no hair extensions. But anyway, so um, 2019, I also read the book Nourishing Fats, which if you really want to get into the toxins and foods and, and the propaganda in the media, I know that the pharmaceutical propaganda was very sensational the past three years. I'm grateful for that. People need to be aware of the harms with pharmaceuticals. But the propaganda surrounding food is pretty incredible when you research the history of it, that it happened throughout the 20th century, that the some of these companies like Procter & Gamble, who was benefiting off of the sale of rancid fats, which a lot of people say seed oil. Now seed oil is becoming a popular term, which I'm grateful for, but uh, a lot of these oils like canola oil, uh, safflower oil, sunflower oil, corn, corn oil. Those are all the seed oils, which are actually rancid already on the store shelves. When you buy them from the store, they are fully rancid. Their flavors have, they go through deep processing. The rancid flavor is actually ripped out. Uh, but once, you know, that's the thing, once they've made it fully got past the rancid part, get rid of the rancid flavor, it can sit on the store shelf just fine. Uh, no worries of going bad. You don't realize how that is ripping apart your insides when you're eating rancid foods like that. So I learned about that stuff in 2019 and looked at the science of, and actually looked at the molecular makeup of, of fats. And it blew my mind. It, ma it made so much sense. And I go over this in my previous coverage uh, of this topic, which is linked down in my description, uh, where you can actually see, I show the molecular makeup of different fats and the fact that plant oils, when they're fresh from the plant, they're good for you. But they're so fragile that if you cook with them, they will go rancid under heat. And canola oil, safflower oil, sunflower, corn, corn oil, when you buy them from the store, they've already been subjected to heat. Then this, the rancid flavor has been stripped. Sometimes it's not stripped and you can literally taste the rancid flavor. But um, what you're not realizing is that 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 food is then laden with free radicals and free radicals rip through your system. They uh, cause heart disease, cancer, aging, at, at, you know, rapidly increased aging. Uh, some of the people who are vegans are actually look more aged because in avoiding meat, they're consuming more plant oils, thinking the plant oils are healthy, not knowing that they're completely rancid and that their body is fighting off free radicals, which cause oxidized cholesterol. And oxidized cholesterol is actually 
a big cause of heart disease. It's it's not the saturated fat that's causing heart disease. When you really look look at the science and look at it, it's just incredible how the American Heart Association has been funded by these companies like Procter and Gamble to uh, convince people to consume the op- literally con- convince them of the opposite truth. And this has been going on throughout the 20th century and more awareness is finally coming in the 21st century. Thank God. But most people still don't realize to this day, people are going to their doctors and the doctors are saying, Oh yeah, your cholesterol is looking like this. So therefore you need to cut out all red meat. And uh, so they start eating more carbs, which are cooked in rancid oils. And they literally doing the opposite of helping their heart. Uh, and the doctors don't, doctors don't know either. They're just, doctors are glorified WebMD. They're just reciting the lines that they've memorized. <laughs> so it's just so sad. Anyway, read Nourishing Fats. It is definitely a scientific read. You got to stop. There's, every sentence is citing a study and you got to stop and look at this study. Um, it took me forever to read because I was like, I want to, understand, you know, I'm not going to just believe what she's saying. I'm going to go to the scientific study and look at it. And uh, it's, it's incredible. And we'll, we'll mention a couple of studies, but like I said, so the, the side effects of sugar, weight gain, heart disease, acne, diabetes, sugar actually feeds cancer. A lot of people don't realize uh, sugar totally feeds cancer. One study found uh, up to a 95% increased risk of cancer when sugar intake was increased. And what's incredible is when you're in the hospital with a serious illness like cancer, they're feeding you very sugary foods, very processed foods in the hospital. When you're too um, sick to eat, they they feed you through a tube, basically sugar water, water. Just, it's so, just like how are we in this advanced society? society and they're doing things like this. So if you want to avoid cancer, cut out sugar. It also feeds infections and inflammation. This is so underrated. The fact that you get rid of cancer or you get rid of sugar, you get rid of inflammation. Um, although toxic oils also can feed inflammation, but when you cut down your sugar, whatever inflammation is happening, your body is going to shrink. It's going to go away. You're going to, that pain is going to stop. Uh, so people don't realize that. Now, my best substitutes for sugar, how I quit my addiction, sugar. Like I said, low sugar kombucha is a fantastic thing to drink when you're craving sugar. If you get a craving, eat a bowl of berries. Um, there's also a ton of treats from the health food stores or even like the health food section of your average grocery store. HEB here in Texas doing a good job now of adding some of these things. Or Kroger was big when I lived in Kentucky, and they had good options, actually, um, as I recall. So you want to look for if you it, like if you really are craving like a sweet treat, like I want cookies, I want brownies, whatever. Look to go to the health food section. Look for the health food option. Many companies are now creating, um, specializing in naturally sweetened desserts. So if the dessert is sweetened with monk fruit or stevia or applesauce or honey or maple syrup, those are great. It's incredible how good maple syrup tastes in a dessert. Fantastic substitute for sugar. Stevia is getting a little questionable these days because uh, people are producing it with a lot of toxic additives. Unfortunately, I recently found this out. Pure Stevia is hard to find. Uh, But to my knowledge, monk fruit is still fantastic. And monk fruit, oh, what a great substitute for sugar as far as the taste. Um, So I found a lot of these naturally sweetened substitutes at Whole Foods and just started to consume those when I wanted a dessert instead. And it was so easy after that to get off of sugar. Once you realize uh, the substitutes that can uh, help your sweet tooth, um, your sweet tooth actually shrinks anyway. 
because you're not consuming the drug, the, the addictive drug that is sugar. Um, these substitutes are not addictive like sugar is. So, um, I was trying to find some of the uh, substitutes online to show you guys, but like, um, there was something called like chewy fudge cookies or something at Whole Foods. What a fantastic name. And they tasted phenomenal and they were sweetened with applesauce of all things, just applesauce. It, they had the simplest ingredients, taste so good. And so I would get those a lot. Um, not eating them right now because I'm on an even stricter diet. But here's the thing. You can go, you've got to be patient with yourself through all the patience is such a thing. Like I had to be patient with myself and acknowledge the slow milestones that I was going through and getting unaddicted from toxic foods because, um, it can, it can really take time and you got to, when you fall off the bandwagon, like I did countless times to go back to eating toxic foods. Um, you just got to pick yourself back up and be like, actually, you know, here, let's go back to the reasons I'm doing this and how far I've come and that, you know, I'm not starting from scratch now. I actually have uh, an artillery of options like substitutes for the sugar that are going to help me next time uh, to truly get off of this. Um, So I wanted to jump into the other massive toxic food, which is the fats that I've been mentioning, but let's go into detail. So here's a scientific study to back up what I'm saying about, about these fats, about the fact that you have been lied to that, uh, the heart disease business, it's so freaking sad, just like the cancer business. Like they're always trying to find a cure, but really don't want a cure because then they'll go, the, the finding a cure business will go out of business. Well, heart disease being the number one killer of Americans, uh, it, as far as I can tell, they're literally pumping out the opposite of the truth. So let's look at this study. A study in the British Medical Journal took a heart attack, uh, took heart attack survivors and broke them into three groups. The first group was told to eat corn oil. The second was told to eat olive oil. The third group was told to eat saturated animal fats. At the end of two years, the corn oil people, 52% of them were still alive and hadn't had a second heart attack. In the olive oil group, 57% had were still alive with no heart attack. Those who were eating saturated animal fats, 75% were still alive with no heart attack. So corn oil, only 52% were still alive. Saturated animal fats, 75% still alive. Uh, study in the British Medical Journal that uh, was just one of the many, many studies mentioned in the book Nourishing Fats. So that's just completely contrary to what you hear in the media that saturated animal fats are causing heart disease. It's actually the oxidized cholesterol from uh, rancid fats rife with free radicals ripping through your bloodstream. That is the real culprit as far as, as we can tell with studies like this and with countless testimonials, I've seen that my comment section with you guys is unbelievable. The people who have switched to things like a keto diet, which is high animal meat, high animal fat, and suddenly, you know, their health uh, measurements are coming back and, you know, incredibly. So you really got to, <laughs> we got to get off of these fake fats. Please don't consume, uh, canola oil or margarine or any of these fake fats. Uh, sadly, these fake fats or these, I mean, they were once real fats. Like canola oil comes from the rapeseed plant, highly processed. It's just a very toxic version of a once real, real fat. Unfortunately, canola oil and its cousins like uh, safflower oil, sunflower oil, corn oil are cooked into everything, every baked good. It's so sad. Um, you go, you go out to breakfast. Like I, I tried to order some scrambled eggs from Whole Foods. I, I have a history of being addicted to Whole Foods. Uh, I would, or I, I would go grocery shop there every day. Oh, let me just buy my scrambled eggs and sausage from Whole Foods. It's in their hot bar. Um, but their hot bar lists the ingredients and they, they make the scrambled eggs with canola oil. So 
The scrambled eggs are littered with free radicals from the canola oil. And so it's, it can be very hard. You got to make your eggs at home. Eggs, by the way, are incredibly healthy. Uh, make your eggs at home with real butter. You want to look for, if you're going to go out and buy some baked goods, make sure it's cooked with butter, coconut oil, olive oil, avocado oil, lard, or even palm oil is pretty saturated, not as saturated as coconut oil, but saturated fats are the ones that don't go rancid. They're very hard to go rancid. Um, takes an extreme heat for them to go rancid. And what you want is a non-rancid fat that's not going to rip through your body with free radicals. So the idea that lard is bad was actually propaganda in the 20th century to benefit the seed oil industry, the canola, canola oil industry. So you actually want to eat things with lard or butter. I cook with grass-fed butter right now. Um, I also cook with coconut oil, olive oil, and avocado oil are the things I cook at home right now. Uh, so I wanted to mention, so by the way, chips, if you're going to buy chips at the store, pretty much every bag of chips, and I have looked, guys, they're all full of free radical laden rancid fats. If you see the word canola oil in the ingredients list, you know, it's in pretty much every, the ingredients list of every single bag of chips that you're going to buy. It's really sad. Uh, I, let me show you, I, I scoured through the grocery aisle, the chip aisle to find something that did not have canola oil or safflower or sunflower oil or corn oil, all rancid. Here it, here it is. This is the only brand I could find. Siete. Siete is not cooked with those rancid oils. It's cooked with avocado oil, which is slightly less, it, it's slightly more saturated, which means it's, it's a heartier oil. It's not going to be as rancid when you're eating it. So siete, I do buy siete chips sometimes. Haven't bought them in a while because I'm on this newly stricter diet. Um, I've kind of been upping the ante on myself, um, getting stricter and stricter with what I eat. And I'm on the strictest diet of my life right now, as far as, um, as, as far as saying, look, I'm going to really, really eat healing foods, non-toxic foods, simply nourish my body. Um, thanks for the super chats, guys. Jim says, carry, carry gold butter for the win. Oh, is that your brand? Awesome. I forgot the brand that I buy from HEB right now, but it says grass-fed butter on it, and it is so good. And let's get back to this point I was making earlier that people do not realize when you get get back to really clean eating how delicious it can be, but you've got to add those healthy fats back in like grass-fed butter. Grass-fed butter, man, it is one of the most delicious things I've ever eaten in my life. Put it on anything and that food will taste really freaking good. And you'll feel that much more satisfied because that butter is filling and delicious. And you're like, well, I don't really need those sugar cookies now because the veggies that were laden with grass-fed butter were so freaking delicious. And let's get into why you don't like veggies too. There's a big reason that most people don't like veggies. Uh, Kevin says, always treat your body like a temple rather than like a crack house. Absolutely. Here's why you guys don't like veggies and, and, and I didn't either is because you're not eating organic veggies. You're eating veggies that are sprayed with so many chemicals that they're bitter. Have you noticed that your veggies are actually bitter? Iceberg lettuce is one of those bitter tasting things you can eat any veggie really. Um, so when you switch to organic veggies, you're going to actually enjoy them more. They actually taste better. And it's interesting. I like to, I, I have this weird way of cooking veggies right now where I'll buy a big organic um, cucumber and slice it into little rings and bake and lay them out on a cookie sheet and bake them with seasonings, delicious seasonings and fat. Lather those with butter. And the cucumbers, <laughs> the cucumbers lathered in butter and baked with great seasonings, um, you know, like garlic, uh, salt and pepper and things. And I, you know, uh, uh, one of my girlfriends had come over and cooked and brought some thing, some food. And it was so, uh, the, when I uh, cooked my latest batch of the cucumbers, some of them taste really bitter and it dawned on 
she had brought non-organic, she had brought non-organic cucumbers and the difference was stark. Some of the slices tasted bitter, some tasted phenomenal. So the reason that you don't like or uh, don't like veggies is you're eating veggies that are covered in chemicals that you should not be eating uh, that are, that are also harmful. So there, there's a lot of buzz that, Ooh, veggies might not be good for you after all. My belief in what my body has personally told me is that if you're eating organic veggies, they're incredibly good for you and they cleanse toxins out of your body and they nourish your body with the nutrients it needs. And when you're eating non-organic, you, you are harming your body. If you're eating non-organic veggies and it sucks that the organic ones are so much pricier, but it's like, it, it is true that if you, if you really switch over, you're actually avoiding those pricey medical bills that you will eventually face. Let's see this comment. Thanks for the super chat. The house like McCarthy and Marjorie Taylor Greene should focus on fixing the rigged elections. Oh, dang, you're going to get me kicked off of YouTube with that. <laughs> if they want to bring in more Republicans and Trump to win in 2024, sending Hunter to jail won't fix the rigged elections. Um, I definitely agree with you on the elections. And the fact that to this day we can't address that on YouTube tell, tells you that YouTube is helping to circle the wagons. Uh, if you follow my Twitter yesterday, I tweeted out a CNN article that said that, um, it, you know, I was proud of CNN for actually covering this, that the Georgia election officials have said they are not going to update their their botched machine. That's basically... Uh, federal investigators came in, looked at the machines that were being used in Georgia and found that they are indeed uh, flawed machines that are susceptible to hacking. And Georgia said, you know, we're not going to uh, update these, whatever update means, hopefully get get a new system until after the 2024 election. So Georgia is just saying, yeah, basically, if, if anyone wants to come in and uh, hack, they can do that in 2024. It's a stunning, horrifying article that I tweeted out. Thanks, Just Johnny. We never see enough of you. Oh, thanks. You know, I know I've been missing on my YouTube a lot. It's been, uh, there's been a lot of uh, things going on and changes. Uh, but hopefully, We'll be doing a lot more of these. Let me know if I should do uploads or live streams. All right. So Ed says, Sound of Freedom Ivory interview, the producer, check your email. Uh, everyone go see this in theaters. Uh, I'm hearing it's really good. I haven't seen it yet. What the heck? Uh, I told my boyfriend I wanted to go see it, but he, he doesn't like theaters. He wants to wait to see it until after it's it's out of the theaters, but the trailer looks really compelling. And I think that the, the little, how people are politicizing it and MSNBC and Fox news are duking it out is so like silly and petty. Um, gosh, look at, I'm just making sure I'm not missing. Thank you so much for all these super chats. So I wanted to get to the end of, of all my points here. Um, do not eat those bitter, nasty veggies. They've got, you know, only or organic. Okay. You're better off not eating any veggies than eating veggies that are covered, covered in these toxins like pesticides, weed killers, uh, synthetic, uh, fertilizers, glyphosate, which is a, an herbicide sprayed on all of the grains. Uh, so you're not just the veggies, but the grains, if the grains are not organic, um, long-term exposure to glyphosate can lead to cancer, liver and kidney damage and reproductive issues. So eat organic, you guys. Also beware of scam health foods. Like a, a lot of these baked goods will be in like a green or brown packaging and you think it's healthier, but it is not. Candy that's listed as organic. I can't believe I go through Whole Foods, you know, I go, I, I like Whole Foods because they do have a bigger selection of healthy things, but they are still full of junk food. And Whole Foods has this huge section of like organic candy uh, as if, you know, it's like a green and brown with like leaves on the packaging. And you think you're eating something healthy. No, you're still eating pure sugar, which is a toxic uh, cancer hel helping drug. 
It's just sugar. It doesn't matter if it's organic. By the time you're eating sugar, if the sugar was grown organically, it's still been converted into the drug that is white sugar. So just (laughs) don't get scammed into thinking that you're eating something healthy because they have the word organic or natural on there. Um, Yes, organic veggies are the way to go or organic sugar is not. Avoid sugar across the board, you guys. And also even like you know, when I was, when I was, uh, trying to kill cravings to eat more food, sometimes I would drink Topo Chico and I would drink like the flavored, like lemon or or grapefruit flavored Topo Chico. And the next morning after drinking Topo Chico, the next morning, this is so gross, but my saliva would be a little bit brown, brown colored if I spit in the sink, um, only after drinking Topo Chico my saliva, and it would taste terrible, my saliva. Uh, So that told me I was detoxing something through my saliva. And you think you're just drinking sparkling water in Topo Chico, but it's got a lot of natural flavors in there, which like I mentioned, natural flavors is something that uh, manufacturers are allowed to put on, on their product to cloak what the real additive is. What is this natural flavor? And so I stopped drinking Topo Chico because I realized clearly my body is telling me something is wrong with the Topo Chico. Otherwise, my saliva would not be that way. Super gross, I know. But so just pay attention to these little messages that your body um, tells you. Um, Also, change your lifestyle to one that's less stressful because stress will cause you to crave junk. Uh, I, I know that I crave junk food more when I have more stress. So if you can delete stressful situations, maybe even move, I ended up moving to a more peaceful location um, to get rid of some of my stress. And like I said, have patience with yourself because weaning off of an addiction is such a journey and it's much better to make a little progress and fall off and make a little progress and fall off than to fall off and get demoralized and say, whatever, I'll just, I'll just keep the addiction. You know, don't do that. Just be patient with yourself because I have fallen off so many times and it's okay to occasionally eat these toxic foods. Your body knows how to detox itself, especially when it's occasional, but when you are putting these toxins in your body every freaking day, you're not going to be able to keep up with the detoxification. You will get seriously ill. There is a reason so many Americans are so ill, not just physically, but mentally. This stuff is bad. Uh, This stuff is bad for you. I'm looking at your, I'm looking at your comments. Ivory is a reptile confirmed. Why am I a reptile? Because I haven't seen the sound of freedom. <laughs> um, I'm looking at you. This guy lost 80 pounds by eating whatever. So let me just say that I feel more full than ever on my current diet, which I got with uh, my current personal trainer, which is Chris Holt. And he put me on this meat and veggies diet. So what you guys wanted to know what I'm eating right now. So in the mornings, I actually, I sent him pictures of what I eat. So I'll just show you like this morning, this morning, uh, here it was. Yeah. I I overcooked the eggs a little bit, but those are some scrambled eggs, um, from my, from my chickens in the backyard. I overcooked them, but I, I love scrambled eggs. They just do it for me, but it's important to eat what does it for you as long as it's within the parameters of what's healthy. So, I mean, if you like them sunny side up or something, then you should eat your eggs that way. Um, or if what really does it for you is like beef, then eat beef as much as possible. But in the morning, I love my scrambled eggs. And then that green drink is actually organic celery, organic spinach, a half of a banana. Uh, I put bee pollen in there and... Um, some of the green superfoods from, uh, the root brands, which is a company I just partnered with, love their products, uh, rooted with ivory.com, uh, for 
that supplement, uh, but it's a combination in powdered form of all of these green superfoods. And so, and then a little bit of almond milk in there too. And I drink that by the way, as far as milks, yeah, you don't want to eat processed dairy. There's a reason that so many people react poorly to dairy because it, it dairy's not meant to be pasteurized and homogenized. Okay. That's something we never should have done either. Raw dairy is so incredibly healthy for you. I was so fortunate to be raised on raw dairy. So throughout my whole childhood, I just drank raw dairy. I ate mainly ate oatmeal with raw milk in it. That was my standard breakfast as a child. And to this day, I have zero allergies. Um, I have zero PMS. Women struggle with PMS. Most humans have allergies. I don't deal with any of that. And, and I really think it is associated with my raw dairy that I was able to be raised with raw milk. So if you can find a raw milk farmer, it, I think it's just one of the biggest crimes in America by our government that they would make, that they would criminalize milk. To this day, it's very hard to buy raw milk because it is so regulated. The government has this propaganda saying it's bad for you. Um, so here in Texas, it's illegal to put raw milk in the store. So you have to drive out of the country and find a farm to buy raw milk from, which I, I occasionally do, but it's a hike. Uh, but it's really good for you. But it's also very expensive because it's so hard to get. So definitely get that if you if you can. Otherwise, avoid dairy, uh, pasteurized, homogenized dairy. It's really hard on your uh, on your digestive tract, and eventually people become lactose intolerant because your body is saying, "Please, don't hurt me anymore." And it's been reported that lactose intolerant people can actually drink raw milk because it's it's the processing of the milk that they're intolerant of. Um, anyways, I just have so many comments from my viewers. Uh, so let's see. One of the viewers said it's. Amazing that eating clean can, what, what it can do to your body. I went clean eating non-processed food for two weeks now and I've lost 20 pounds and blood pressure is lowest it's been in a year. Uh, it really works. And the worst part is realizing how effed up it is that companies don't care what they put in their food to just give the general population. That just goes to show they're all in on it. Eat the food to make you sick. Then you buy the drugs to treat it, but not cure it. So people keep coming back. Exactly. Um, I My uh, other YouTube that I did really diving into the science on, on some of these food toxins, that comment section is just incredible. Um, I have this one. One guy said, Ivory's right on the money. I'm 52 years old and changed to clean keto three years ago. My health improved like nothing I've seen before. My energy was better. My sleep was better. To experiment, I wanted to try carnivore several months ago. And believe it or not, I didn't think I could improve over what keto did. But I have to say carnivore was not only just as good, but I have to say it was probably even another notch above keto for the first time. I was able to put on muscle at 52 years old and working out two days per week which I was doing the same thing on keto, but wasn't adding much muscle. The only thing you have to make sure you do on carnivores, make sure you consume at least 30 to 40% of animal fat, which can be found in, of course, nearly all your cuts of meat uh, with, with poultry, eat, eat the skin. Um, and he, so he goes in all this detail. And that's, that's the thing is that we've been lied to about like, oh, take the skin off the chicken. No, keep all that on. Enjoy your enjoy your chicken. But I do prefer grass fed and grass fed meat, pasture raised eggs. And um, so, for instance, this is my lunch yesterday, which is organic veggies cooked in butter, uh, a grass fed butter with almonds and sh uh, shallots, grass fed bone marrow. And this is grass-fed and grain-finished meat from uh, Patriot Switch, actually, patriotswitch.com slash ivory. But that is um, organic uh, grain that it is finished with from their own ranch. So I'm a big fan of it. And then a, a nice, clean peanut butter as well. Peanut butter is allowed. So nuts. Nuts are good for you guys. Don't eat nuts that are cooked 
in canola oil, a lot of nuts are cooked in rancid oils. So then like the, the nut would be good for you, but then it's got these, it's just drenched in rancid oils. So it's just so backwards how a lot of our society is right now. It's, it's just sad how hard it is to like grocery stores are such a maze of like trying to find what is healthy for you. Um, yeah, the, the, he said the cartilage is good from the chicken bones. It's good for your joints. Yeah, because that, that's actually collagen. So you know how I'm, I'm sponsored by a collagen brand as well. Collagen is good for you. And people don't realize what collagen is. And people don't talk about it a lot, I guess, because some people think it's weird. But it's actually the car- cartilage of chicken bones or cow bones or the, their joints um, and the, and health with ivory.com collagen is a combo of chicken, uh, cow, fish, and eggshells. Eggshells are also made of, of collagen and it does help your own joints. It helps your own nails. It helps your own hair and skin, uh, because you are what you eat. So I'm a big fan of health with ivory.com collagen. And look at me shouting out. Um, okay. So, Paradise Champ said, what are the bad ingredients? Can we see on the nutrition facts on the milk container? We can determine that this milk is bad to drink. Um, no, so it's just the only ingredient is milk, but it's the way that it's processed. Uh, they subject it to this heat that changes the molecular structure of the milk that makes it harmful for your body. It's har- very hard to digest. And it's lacking the nutrients it once had when it was raw. So the milk actually becomes bad for you through pasteurization and homogenization. They pasteurize it just in case there's some big bad bacteria in the, out there. Um, and then they homogenize it in order to prevent the cream from separating. Because in raw milk, raw milk actually tastes exactly the same as pasteurized homogenized milk. Uh but the difference is the cream goes to the top. With raw milk, you have to, sh- if you want to drink it as whole milk, you got to shake it to mix the cream in. Or you can skim the cream off and have skimmed milk. And, but that cream is sure delicious. Anyway, you guys got to try raw milk. Um, it's not going to, so the ingredients in the milk container are not going to be any different. You're going to, know that it's not raw milk and that it's harmful milk when it says pasteurized and homogenized, which you'll notice in every grocery store in America, those are the only options. The government, the FDA is anti-raw milk and they have successfully banned it from our grocery stores. Here in Texas, I have to drive to a farm to find raw milk. Every grocery store is not allowed to have it. Okay, milk is high in sugar. Yeah, but it's a natural sugar, just like the, um, just like fruit. So when I'm talking about sugar being bad for you, I'm talking about that processed white sugar. Also, uh, uh, what is it? There's all kinds of different, you know, glucose. There's so many high fructose corn syrup, even agave nectar. I'm told agave nectar is highly processed and it's basically just a liquid form of white sugar. Honey is not though. Honey is, especially raw honey, is very good for you. Um, But it is really high calorie and if you're trying to lose weight, it's going to prevent that. But the sugar that is in raw milk is that's the kind of sugar you want to have as well as berries or any fruit, any organic fruit. Um, so on my current diet with Chris Holt, I'm having fruit in the morning and that's actually my only carb other than veggies, which veggies are so low calorie. There's almost no carbs. They're pretty much just air. They're just water and fiber. So I'll have a huge serving of veggies in the, for lunch and dinner. And for breakfast, I have uh, the fruit, um, the fruit with those eggs for breakfast. Lunch is meat and veggies cooked in healthy fats. And then the same thing for dinner. And it, 
And it's that simple, no calorie counting, but actually losing weight and feeling super satisfied and full. It's really an incredible diet I'm on right now. And um, it also helps regulate your moods because sugar and carb overdoses can jack up your moods. It sends you on this high and then down. And, uh, ew, you said you buy breast milk from OnlyFans? That is creepy. (laughs) What is going on? All right. So (laughs) I do like calorie counting through my fitness pal because I feel more, it's more foolproof of like, I know I've only had this many calories and so I'm for sure going to lose weight. But this diet is pretty laid back and awesome. I'm a, I'm a big fan. Okay. So I got to run. It's already been an hour. I only meant to do 30 minutes. Thank you guys for tuning in and uh, let me know if you want more videos like this one or what sort of topics you want me to cover. Uh, go to my comment section. Be sure to share this video with your friends who are in, in the dark about these topics. All right. See you later.